Hello everyone and welcome to the Dog Ate My Meeple podcast. Hello everyone and welcome in another episode of the Dog Ate My Meeple and today we've got Omar and... And Michael. Yeah, Michael's back guys, finally after such a long break. We are both here. And today we will be talking about Infinity by Corvus Belly. Now, it's not really a board game as such. It's like a proper... It's, uh, I would say it's, it's, it's a kind of mixture of both board game and a skirmish game. Uh, I think it can be played in more of a like board game-ish type if I'm going to set it up just from the core box. It kind of could be treated like a board game. I've seen people who treat Star Wars Legion as a board game, like straight from the box, or X-Wing, they say it's a board game. Uh, Certain people classify it as a board game, even though it's more skirmish than a board game. If if you treat Star Wars Legion or X-Wing as a board game, you're going to think of Infinity Core Box as a board game. If you ever played anything else, that's, that's a war game. A skirmish based, like a skirmish sized, but it's a war game. Uh, probably, but like I said, uh, a lot of a lot of people classified it differently. <coughs> yeah, uh, it's still a skirmish. It's still a war game. Uh, what's most important? It's a miniature game, and the miniatures are highly detailed, which which we all love. Uh, the metal. Yes, they are all metal. Uh, Corvus Belly, which by the way is a Spanish company, has promised that. Apart from one of their board games, which is like a kind of like a different spin on a some kind of weird sport from future, but they said anything apart from that board game will always be in metal, so you get a high quality metal miniatures in the box. But okay, before we even go into all the boxes and stuff, um, let's start with maybe actually the box we got because we used to play Infinity ages ago. Oh yes, years ago. It was like five years ago. Oh, I think it was no longer like more six like or seven, seven or eight years. Yeah, so for quite a long time, ages ago, uh, we started with Infinity. It was in third edition. It was just shortly after third edition came out. Do you realize it's 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 probably first war game that we played like together, me and you. Yes, yeah, structurally. So it's, it's, it's quite his, uh, historical for yeah, us Yeah, it's well. a milestone for um, us. Yeah. Massive, yeah. Um, so yeah, we got really into that because the miniatures looked really nice. Um, it has a nice cyberpunk setting and a setting... Back then it was quite basic, now it's way more fleshed out. Uh, by now the amount of detail and lore available is crazy. It's just ridiculous. In a really good way, of course. Of course, yeah. Um, but yeah, generally... To put it simply and start with a very simple explanation, Infinity is a skirmish war game, which means um, you will be creating a, let's say, a unit of um, or a small army of model based on a particular amount of points. And because, of course, we want to make the game fair. So let's say we decide we are playing 150 points um, using all the rules and army builder, which actually the company provides you a free app that helps you create your army gives you all the rules gives you all the points and everything you really need and you set up decide on whatever the point limit is you set up the table with some buildings some terrain some scenery so that's your basically field of battle and yeah and then you kind of start um there is lots of different missions you can play yeah the one thing i want to mention is that obviously everything that you need to play the game is included in the starter box, which is the wildfire. Yeah, so now, about. um, as of now, I 
don't remember how many exactly, but I think there's like five or six ones. You've got the first one, which is Ice uh, Storm. Ice Storm, Operation Ice Storm, which was a Panoc. Panociania, yeah. So generally, the game is set up in year 2340 something, as far as I remember. Basically, like 24th century. So we moved a bit into the future and things have changed a lot. Um, since then, we've discovered aliens. We have AI that's basically... Or they discovered us. <laughs> yeah, or they discovered us, yeah. <laughs> you never uh, we've know. got AI that is so far on our side and helps us prepare for everything and helps us kind of manage everything. So things have changed a lot. And uh, the first box set that came out actually when we... Just soon after we started playing. I think it was like a couple of months after yeah, we started. I remember. I remember I bought Military Order. That's one of the Panoceania... Um, sub-factions. Sub-factions. Yeah. And I was quite upset that few weeks later we actually got they anu- No, they announced it because remember you ordered it with uh, our friend with Camille I think but so, then yeah. you cancelled it because that was pre-order and it was coming out a few months later exactly that and you didn't want to exactly wait exactly that yeah exactly uh, okay so um, one of the things that's worth saying is all the different factions we've got um, so like yeah you've mentioned plenty. one so we have few different initiation sets few different starters that's just my dog scratching we can ignore that um Okay, so we have a few different factions, and yeah, the first one is Panoceania, so that's your job, that's your faction? So yeah, what's what's quite important in the setting, in the whole setting, is that obviously while the world moved forward, uh, all the factions changed, and the world changed. So you got a few based factions, which is, which is obviously Panoceania, uh, there's Eugene, there's Hakislam, Ariadna, Nomads, uh, then you got Combined Army, which is your alien threat. <laughs> And there's Max. much more. Exactly. We've got Max and Aleph. Yeah, generally we can quickly give you an outline of each one. Um, what I really like about the setting is that it's, let's say, it is very much sci-fi, cyberpunkish, but it is set in reality. Like I could see that happening. The events oh, that take place in the game, um, the fall of EU and the US losing kind of in the economic growth, and Eugene, which is like your Asian power in the game. Um, Literally, nowadays, it's going to be China, Japan, but then it used to be together later on, even in the world, the Japan kind of succeeded away from them and there is all amount of crazy stuff. But yeah, so to give you a quick outline of each faction, we've got uh, Panok or Panoshiania, and that's Michael's faction. So what do you like about them? Right. I love the, f- I love the fact that they're like uh, modern kind of, you know, crusaders. Uh, this faction is, is full of knights, They're like you know, honorable warriors, uh, not knowing fear. They just they just going in heavy armored with a, with a close combat weapon, and they just basically do what I love, yeah. smashing things. Uh, one of the things is worth mentioning is that each main faction um has like sub factions. So in Panosiania, you can play just Panok; it's on its own. But you can play the Crusader Knights, which exactly. is Michael's favorite military. Military, military uh, orders, order. so it's like Teutonic Knights and all of that. Exactly. But at the same time, I could play them as more normal soldiers, and it's gonna be like, um, this. Let's just say there's more way to play this, yeah, this yeah, faction so, than just the knights. There's, yeah, there's if I want, I can stay in the back. You've got Svalheimer, which is kind of like this, like a snipers, snipers, so and very much range. long range and exactly um, more of a kind of camouflage, exactly. So yeah, that's Panok. The second one is Yujing, and that's the one I started with initially. And Yujing used to be 
just Eugene itself, which was kind of China, and then they had JSA, which was Japanese Sectorial Army. Nowadays, the Japan kind of succeeded, they are a separate army, but within the Eugene, uh, you've got uh, the monks and the Imperial Order, like secret police, and then the like kind of normal everyday troops. Um, Eugene and Panosiania are the two biggest factions in the fluff, in the world of the game. They are the two biggest powers. Um, they have highest technology, they control basically everything. That's the two places you kind of are afraid of and you are worried. And they are constantly at war, be it spec ops hidden wars and secret yeah. missions, or be it economy and technology. Then we've got Hakislam. And that's actually a faction which I find really interesting, because... Um, it's a faction which looks at the hack Islam is basically new Islam. And what they are saying is that it's all about development, growth and help. So they are some of the best, they have some of the best medics in the game because their main purpose is actually helping everyone else. And they are the ones who are the least confrontational. But at the same time, they do have amazing scorpion looking robot, they, which looks like look the tank. Very cool, yeah. Yeah, Massive you have robots. all of the scarves and like uh, Bedouin warriors and stuff. They have also some of the best um, ray weapons. They have like quite a lot of science-based laser weapons, while others might be using more bullet-based weapons, really. So they are quite high-tech as well. Then we've got Ariadna. Yeah, werewolves. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Scottish werewolves. Uh, Ra Russians, <laughs> French, Scotsmen, and low-tech. Uh, that's the army when you're going to have most models. You will be impossible to hack, because there is nothing to hack. Yeah, so we are talking... Werewolf, can you? It's 24th century, <laughs> and I'm going to be going to you running into a Gundam-sized mech, and at the same time, you're going to have someone standing over there with AK-47 shooting at me. In a, in a kilt. Yeah, in a kilt <laughs> with a beret, or you're going to have Mark Mordo, which is basically a werewolf running around. Um, You have massive dog soldiers, which are like... Like proper like, dog soldiers. Like, yeah, if you've seen the movie Twice Dog the Soldiers, size. they are like, yeah, they are like yeah. massive people humanoid that can exactly shape that dog soldiers is a good comparison so yeah that's that's quite good then we've got nomads which is all of your guys who scientists hackers everyone who used to be a criminal um they wanted to run away from the other places usually from law and they don't really have a place on their own they are called nomads because they really live on few massive spaceships that's really about it they have some of the best hackers in the game um some mutants and so on these are kind of like the outcasts of society living rebels. in space yeah the rebels combined army that's me um again aliens aliens they are the the bad guys of the setting a massive amount of weird things um but again in this case it's really difficult to look at combined army as a whole because as the name suggests it's kind of a mixture of all alien races we have um, and they are under together under one um ai which is actually called ei i believe and that's like the bad version of AI. And they are at constant war with all of the humanity. And they just want to wipe us out. And uh, we've got Shazvasti, which are like weird predator-looking aliens, but kind of slim version. They are very much about stealth. But then you've got Morat, which is Planet of the Apes, but on steroids with guns. That's quite a good description. A very good description. Yeah. Massive monkeys with big guns. Then we've got uh, Mercs, which is, yep. Max, whatever you can think of, from ninjas that look like those from uh, Metal Gear Solid to cowboys riding motorcycles. Akira style, pretty much. Yeah, that's quite Very a lot Akira of Akira style. style. Um, we've got Aleph, which is your AI, uh, some of the most expensive and elite units, 
but also the fewest on the battlefield. So, you know. And also, Aleph is very much uh, Greek and Roman based. They have a lot of stuff. They have Achilles. Are these the ones? Yeah, they've got Achilles. Achilles, They've got Ajax. So a lot of the characters from Greek and Roman mythology are there. Because um, that's also one thing that I wanted to mention. Yeah. you, You got you got historical characters included in the army. So let's say Ariadna got. Uh, I don't think Ariadna has anyone, actually. Oh, no, they do. They have William Wallace. Yeah, exactly. That. William Wallace, William yeah. William Wallace, man. So, Ariadna got Scottish. Uh, William Wallace. Uh, you got uh, John of Arc. Yeah, John of Arc is in Panosh. Yeah, yeah, Panosh, yeah, uh, Eugene uh, has Sun Tzu, the guy who wrote Art of War. They've got Sun Tzu with a sniper rifle, wearing a cool set of armor. Who was the blind samurai? Uh, uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Musashi. Yeah, Japanese exactly have Miyamoto that. Musashi. So, like... You know, it's 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 kind of cool running the small skirmish army, led by you know one of the coolest guys ever. Yeah, I mean, like how Achilles, many dude? How, how how cool is that? How many games allow you to have Joan of Arc running in a mechanized armor with a massive gun, leading a unit of Teutonic knights wearing power armor with chain rifles? Exactly that. I mean, yeah, it it already sounds cool. Fluff wise, it's it's also very cool because. They, they they can be killed, but the their mind can be transferred into new body. Yeah, so it, it's it's kind of even even cooler if you think about it. Because, yeah, uh, um, I think we'll touch a bit later on that because there yeah, are actually cool. rules for that, and that's called cube. Uh, basically, a character if it's important never really dies because as long as we have DNA, we can just recreate a new one. We can just grow a new Joan of Arc. If she dies, and she dies few times, so in addition three, you have Joan of Arc one point I think and so, then she yeah. died in the storyline and they yeah. resurrected her and made her better. So you have Joan of Arc 2.0. Yeah, and it's, yeah, we have better software. She's learned. Stronger. Stronger, quicker, better, quicker, exactly better leadership, that. all of that. So yeah, it's, it's quite cool in that term. And finally, one of the weird newer races is something called Toha. And yeah, that's kind of like a weird alien race that showed up has a really weird affinity for number three. And for some reason, everything over there is in threes. Like, they, they are the only army that has unit of threes and they do a lot of weird things with the number three, not really knowing why. Uh, but yeah, it's a bit weird and no one really knows whether you can trust them or not. So they're like this man in the middle, you know, man, enemy of my enemy, that, that sort of situation Pretty with much. them. Exactly that. So yeah, so you have a bit of idea about the setting, but now let's go back. What should you do if you want to start Infinity? I would definitely go to to obviously Corvus Belly website. It tells you everything. It gives you quite a few options of obviously starting your journey, uh, which in my opinion would be your initiation sets. Yes, uh, there is few of them. Uh, very very good uh, value. Wait, yeah, as um, well. Just to let you know, initiation sets are like the two player sets that give you all the basic rules you need to start, all the dice. Um, Two sets of miniatures for two people, all the tokens, measures, anything you need. Basically, it's a small battlefield in a all box. All terrain, everything, yeah. Yeah, all terrain, you're going to have cool buildings, you get the measures. Realistically, you buy this box, assemble the miniatures, and you are ready to go and play. That's it. Also, what's worth mentioning, obviously, in the old sets, in the older one, uh, everything has been made of paper. Yes. Uh, cardboard. Uh, in the newest one, I... It's like it's a thicker cardboard. Thick cardboard, yeah. So uh, which makes it much more stronger. Yeah, in the older sets, the tokens I think was cardboard as well. But yes, or maybe like I think yeah, they were cardboard. But the buildings were like kind of let's say 
slightly stronger laminated cereal box kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. It was quite thin. Now, for the latest set, which is called Wild Operation Wildfire, they introduced a new set of terrain, which is proper 3-4 millimeter thick cardboard. It's quite thick. And it's, yeah, it is quite resilient. It, it serves really well. Very rigid, It, it very looks solid, really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so let's start and have a look at how many different sets we have if we want to, let's say, me and my friend, we want to start. How do we start? We start with Operation Ice Storm, which is the oldest set, the first one. They released us two-player set. And what armies do we have there? Uh, I believe the Spanoceania and Nomads. Yes. Um, One of the cool things is that if you're going to buy the two-player set, um, each army, each side is always going to have one unique miniature which you only get if you buy that set. Correct. So if I want to, for example, start uh, Panosiania not having the starter set, I could buy just Panok starter, but I will be one miniature short, which I do get in this two-player box. Which is very cool. Obviously, the miniature itself is very cool. Yeah, they're always really dynamic. Oh, they're massively amazing. Is the Father Magistrate or something, Mm -hmm. right? Father Knight. Yeah, Father Knight in the offset. Father Knight uh, is very cool, dynamic pose. He's charging with his sword, with his broadsword <laughs> above, <his, laughs> yeah. above his head. So um, very cool. And uh, on the opposite side, Nomads do have a... Medic, I believe. The lady in this kind of cloak. She looks a bit like taken from Assassin's Creed. Very fancy miniature as well. Yeah, yeah. So that's Operation Ice Storm. It's kind of one of the earliest ones. It moves the storyline a bit more. And you have Nomads with Panosiania fighting for control over some bit then the second box set that they released was red veil and that was one of the ones we actually were thinking of because it's a really cool one and that's uh yujing with uh, hack islam that's yujing versus hack islam and it gives you kind of the basic chinese side of the army along with the basic hack islam starter so you don't have starter which gives you any sub faction it gives you the general faction to start with. And again, uh, as always, amazing value because, you know, it's going to save you quite a lot of money and give you quite a lot of models and terrain and everything else. But it is a really decent starter um, to go with. And next one was Operation Cold Front and that's Aleph versus Ariadna. Ariadna. Yes, so that's Aleph versus Ariadna. So you have all the high-tech AI and lots of Scotsmen and soldiers. Over there, they have one of the coolest models in the whole set, which is, I believe, called... No, Oyutnik? No. Was it Ariadna side or the other uh, one? No, it's, it's, it's in Ariadna. Okay. I think it's Ratnik. Yeah, Ratnik. It's um basically... Is I that, don't know. Is it this guy? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a massive robot, slightly along the lines of the... Cargo robot from Alien. Uh, yeah, I would yes, say that. Like more or less. You know, the, the, the walkers from uh, Matrix movie? Yes, yeah. Kind, yeah. So you have a, a science thing, yeah. You have a massive cool. robot with a big hammer. Sledgehammer and what's that? I think a machine gun. Machine gun HMG, I believe. And rocket launchers. And some on rocket the launchers on his backpack. Yeah, that's very, very uh, convincing. Yeah, generally, like, you look at this model and you're like, yep, they may be old tech, they may be old school, but... Very bulky as well. Yes, yes. So, I believe it's quite big base as well. Generally, however, we can tell you all we want about miniatures, but realistically, just go to the website and have a look yourself, because it's really difficult to describe how good these models are. Yeah, very nice scopes. Also, also they quite 
realistic. Obviously, I'm painting my Panoceania yeah. in a very anim anime style, so I'm I'm looking at the very bright colors. But you can you can do whatever you want. Obviously, you can you want to paint them green dark, paint them green dark. Yeah, it will fit them. Perfectly. On that note, you mentioned that you are painting them in a bit of an anime style. Well, uh, realistically, they, they are open, very much open about it. And Corvus Belly openly admits, uh, yes, old school anime like Ghost in the Shell or Akira, they were really heavy inspirations. If you look and at you Japanese bikers... That, and you can say that because it's, it's, it is visible. Yeah. You look at the miniatures and you, if you... If if you are into anime and manga, it's 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 definitely for you. Yeah, you're it's gonna love it. You will love exactly. Yeah, if you look, if you think of um, just um, just to give you two examples, the bikers from Akira, the the Japanese bikes over here look, oh my god, almost nearly the same. Mm -hmm, and brilliant. and yeah. of course, in the best way possible. Um, also the Gundam style robots. Yes, you've got Gundam Absolutely style robots brilliant. in Panok and every other. Just go and check Panokshiania robots. Uh, Hack Islam has this kind of spider-looking robot which looks like that tank from Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of heavy inspiration oh, yes, over oh, there, yes. but that's like all the best things we can say about these. You can see it here, so definitely worth um checking out. Um. Just quickly to finish off the boxes. Yeah, and, we, and we're not being sponsored by Corvus Belly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just to let, <laughs> just, you, know, just to let you know. No sponsorship whatsoever. <laughs> we just really do enjoy the game. But we wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind, yeah. If they want to, you know, guys, if you want to appreciate our podcast and send a few minis, we are more than happy, even though it's not going to happen. But, you know, you know where to find us. Um, yeah, so the last box, if you wanted to start, would be Operation Wildfire. And that uh, puts um, basically... We've got Shazvasti, which is the combined army, one of the sub-factions against... World, yeah. Uh, which was in a setting for, like, forever. Yes, O12 had... is basically... Because UN was a bunch of pansies, to put it nicely. <laughs> uh, in the world of Infinity, they weren't able to really do much and they were always blocked by politics or whatever else and they were well, too afraid to fight. Nothing new, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we've got O12. Which is not afraid, and if you're gonna go against them, they basically gonna nuke you and bye bye, and that's it. Um, they are also the only ones who are in control of Aleph. So the main um, AI that humanity relies on is not having free reign. O12 is like the governing body. They make sure that you know we don't have Skynet scenario over here, <laughs> and that they can't do against just us. Yet. Not yet. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. These are the, obviously, starter sets. These are the two people starter set. Now, for exactly. every single army that exists and every single sectorial, there is a starter box. Uh, one more thing about the starter sets. Uh, there's also, for for each of them, there's like a beyond oh, yeah, operation. Yeah. For each one, there is like an Packages, additional packet that... Which gives you extra extra models and... Is it a three per faction? I think it's one per faction plus one extra like NPC stuff. That's Diaphos. That's Diaphos, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, there so are a few different buy. expansions, let's say, you can buy. You can buy the Beyond Wildfire, for example, or Beyond Cold Storm, and yes. that gives you three models to each side. And ideally, how it works is you buy the starter set, you buy Beyond, and your army should have 300 points. Correct. That's your that's your expansion. That's your three uh, models If I each. buy a starter, if I buy the expansion, I end up with 300 force, which is the most common uh, point limit for to, uh, for bigger games or tournaments. Like 300 is your go-to number. Now, one thing we forgot. Uh, yesterday or day before, they announced a new starter set, which is called Kaltstrom. And that's going hmm. to be... 
And that's going to mess me up again. Yes. <laughs> Massively. Because um, I'm a big Panoceania fan. And obviously it's all about Panoceania fighting off... Um, Eugene. Eugene. And obviously they are fighting on... Svalerheimer. Svalerheimer. If we are mispronouncing um, the names, forgive yeah. us. But you have a mix of Chinese, Japanese, German, the Russian, whatever name you can have. Stuff. That's I believe that's from Nordic. Uh, yeah, that's gonna mythology. be like Viking thing. Like, yeah, there. Scandinavian stuff. So, uh, yeah, I do love it, and I I will simply go and buy it. Uh, so yeah. And I will need <laughs> to stop myself from starting Second Army because I mean I love Eugene. The models are amazing. I will never do justice with my paint job but that doesn't matter I mean dude the, the, the dynamics of the new new sculpts just, just go and have a look it's just I will possibly it's gonna be like no no I won't get it and then I'm gonna uh, see you the will. miniatures you know you will I'm gonna see the miniatures and I'll be thinking okay do I want to sell my Shazvasti or do I keep both even though uh, I possibly do I want to sell my, sell my kidney and just grab you know. I'm just gonna sell more 40k that's fine <laughs> I'm gonna sell like a tank or something and yeah, yeah just to let you know uh, of course with miniature games none of them are ever cheap I will yeah. never say cheap, but in comparison, well, yeah, that's a that's a very good expression. Yeah, of, so of see, my thoughts. My my dog just explained <laughs> to you how we feel. Well, and I will say that I'm not gonna say that Infinity is a cheap game. No, it's not. None of the war games will ever be cheap. They will always be pricey. I mean, depend on. W- but is it cheaper to start with? Yes, much cheaper because, because they're giving you everything. If you go and buy a starter pack. This initiation pack, you're going to get your terrain. You're going to get all the stuff that you need to actually start playing. Yes. You're going to get... Uh, Matt, you know, uh, scenery, rules. Manual, you're going to get everything to actually start, start. playing. Yeah, yeah. All, you're, the, the only thing you need to do is to open the box, actually assemble Glue the miniatures, the miniatures and, and, and you're good to go. Yeah, and realistically, yeah, um, just to let you know, like uh, our games, which are around 150 up to 200 points, we are able to play on my kitchen table. If I wanted to play Warhammer, which, yeah, I like, by no means, I'm not going to say I don't, there is no bloody way I will ever be able to play it on my table. And comfortable play it on 2x2. Two two. Yeah, yeah, 2x2 two two you could play on small one, 4x4, four four, that's for a larger one, 6x4, that's not a table in Infinity, you just don't do it. And because it's a skirmish game, um, you know, I don't need to carry 70 or 80 cultists with me, like I do for my Chaos. See, I got my, I got my old, uh, I, I believe it's called Skirmish. Uh, case, case, yes, skirmish case from GW, from GW. and I can fit everything in it. So I have my whatever the smallest one is from the tabletop tyrant, like the really small one, yeah. and I can easily fit. I mean, I could possibly. And to fit be honest with like you, you could probably fit it in much less box than that. Uh, so yeah. Also, uh, you got them little boxes that yeah. If, coming in. if you're gonna buy a starter set for an army separately, not the two-player one. Um, as I said, as I mentioned earlier, each army has a like a starter set. Which gives you six uh, models for a given army. I you want to start Toha, yeah. you want to start Hack Islam, whatever you want. There is exactly. a starter set for it and it gives you six models. Uh, and they come in a nice small box and it's already filled in with foam. So if you just make small cuts for the bases, that, that foam basically you becomes your carry case. You don't even yeah, have you don't to need do that, to, but to be if, honest with you, yeah. easily, if you're going to buy it a small starter set, yeah. it's going to fit nicely. So storage is. I remember that's what we've done in the past yeah. when we first started playing Infinity. Yep. Uh, that what we've been doing for like ages. Yes. As, as long as I remember. I used it all the time and I sold it yeah. as such, even if I bought a few extra models. Now, at this moment, I think it's a good time to move because now it's all the amazing things and all the nice things and you will think, yeah, we must be a bit biased and we just love the game. Well, 
Let's go to the part where we tell you why you shouldn't ever consider it a board game and why it's not a board game and why, even though we played it quite a few times, I'm, I'm going to say I know about 10% of how the game works. Yeah, amount of rules and stuff, which may be a bit disheartening. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe let's start from the beginning. Yeah, um, rules. So, rules. Um, if you ever played any war game, if you ever played any skirmish game, you know that they can be complicated. Yes. Um, looking at infinity, amount of rules for different armies, it's it's just crazy. And and I mean it, it's just ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I barely know my Pan Oceania. I barely know them. So yeah, I'm it, still looking in the in, in, in the battle scrub when I'm playing. And I can't even imagine playing with someone who's who knows what he's doing with his army, with his set of rules, yeah. with like, you know, hiding and camouflaging and setting minds that, you know, which one is gonna... Uh... Yeah, I will, I, will tell, I, will, I will tell you this much. <laughs> I think one of the best things about the game is that it has the most cinematic feel I've ever had in a game. Massive. And uh, because the game is not based on, okay, uh, all of my guys move, all of your guys move, all of my guys shoot, all of your guys shoot, or I do everything and Still then you do. It's very much um, more active. So you have a set of orders and you can use them to do perform actions, but you can use them on one guy. If you want to use one guy, let's Which say Rambo. Very cool. I'm going to have Rambo. Cool. I can have that Rambo run through the whole bunch of places, shoot everyone and try to survive. And I can do that, or if I want, I can sneak around with different units from different angles and have each guy shoot one guy and maybe kill them. I can have ninja jump out from somewhere, assassinate someone and then disappear again and go invisible, kind of, you know, predator style. But the problem is every single cool thing I've just told you has to be reflected in rules and the rules have to do it well because otherwise the game would be broken. It's well balanced. Though. It's really well balanced and yeah. I think the game works well, but the problem is just because my faction is very much heavy on camo, on different ways of camouflage, I can have camouflage like Ariadna when basically they are just wearing ghillie suits. I can have thermo-optic camouflage, which basically means that I have a predator running somewhere. I can have full invisibility. I can have something called, I don't remember, but basically I have a hollow projector on my body and I look as like one of your soldiers. So you see my miniature walking around, but realistically your guys can't attack him because they think it's my best friend. But I ate your best friend and I'm just kind of just wearing his skin girl. now. It's, and yeah, it's crazy. The amount of rules is absolutely crazy. Just to tell you know, even if I have a rule called, for example, martial arts, which, as you can imagine, gives you different bonuses for fighting. You have five different levels yeah, of that. Many different levels. And of every single skill. level has <laughs> yeah. slightly different effect Adding on the you. game. Yeah. It is an absolutely amazing and cinematic game where I can have my hacker sneak somewhere, hack the robot, use it to uh, extend my range, and then using my opponent's robot, hack into other hacker and explode his head. I can do that. But that means I need to understand. Yeah, you can hack the robot and, and just jump out of the building. Yeah, yeah. The robot. you, you have a massive, cool. oh my God, I have a really <laughs> cool <laughs> robot. Ah, it, it would be a pity if someone hacked it, walked into the building and just jumped down to commit suicide. Well, you can. Nothing is stopping you to do that. But you the know, problem the little is transmitters rules. kind of robots. Rems, that, yeah. Exactly that. So you're spreading them across the board and you're just, and you're just hacking stuff across yeah. everywhere without line of sight, without without even seeing these guys. It's just, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's 
technical a, a good way to explain it is if you ever played any game when you have magic well hacking is the magic of infinity really that's it it's all the other cool things and you have buffing hacking you have the defensive hacking Many different schools. you have anti-personal that i'm just gonna basically kill your hackers i can give debuffs i can have the one that is gonna make my guys better um i can have the one that basically murders things and people or different robots but again all of that means that there is a crazy amount of rules the amount of interaction the game creates is crazy just the fact that when i start the game i have 10 different tokens on my table even though i only have six models because one guy comes in and he's got another decoy and then one comes in but it's camouflaged but uh, as he's showing somewhere when i set him up i set him with a mine which is also a camouflage just and when michael is gonna go out and he goes into just just out behind the corner you go yeah, and just to explain that obviously our last game was yeah uh, when he deployed i was like okay what's that uh, it's just the token you don't know what that is yeah. okay so what, what what is this one uh i won't tell you because something. i don't have to that's something you don't know it's, what that it's is camouflage you see yeah. a shape so i'm like looking at the board i see my guys and obviously i got one orc troop in in a, in a in a deployment with the jump pack so obviously he's gonna jump in later on i know that but i don't know where to obviously where jump to do that because, because it work. the only thing i see is the tokens and i've if, if i drop there i'm gonna drop on the mile yeah we on the played mile, and, and i had gonna... i had eight models in game but only four actually on the table and the other four were I think on it the was three or four less than 50 three normal guys and guilos so mm. i had four models is that a big guy yeah yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. heavy so i had three normals let's say like line soldiers and one heavy guy yeah and everything else was hidden in camouflage so my my side of the table was kind of empty with tokens laying everywhere yeah. some are mines some are decoys some are actual guys <laughs> and some well, are nothing absolutely brilliant. and and you know you start the game and like what what's going on yeah i would say it's a really difficult game it is it is you can Obviously. simplify it like we don't for example use hacking rules for now but it also has a very good way of teaching you the game because the there is a campaign yes yeah if within you buy the booklet so if you buy the starter set for two people if you go mission by mission it will introduce you slowly uh into every single detail and and all the settings and all the rules but like we said this a lot of different rules more complicated which are going to add to the game when you when you when you master yeah. them yeah i would say the game if you are not a patient person and if you think Warhammer 40k is difficult then don't even touch Infinity and that's my honest advice. And I know Warhammer now is getting really crazy with 7 billion books but in its core it's still like yeah I just move my guy x inches and I roll to see if he shoots you and okay I roll. Now in Infinity there is something called um, ARO which is like a reaction order. So while in Warhammer or any other war game very often is I move and then Whenever I have my turn, you just sit and wait. Exactly that. Go like, and have a coffee or yeah. Yeah, have a snack, come Grab back them a drink. If you if you don't trust, <laughs> yeah. If you don't trust someone, you see if they don't cheat. If you trust them, then you can go have a coffee and like they come back and yeah, just these guys died or do this many saves yeah, or whatever. I've done this, I've done that. Now in Infinity, you can't really do that because whenever any action or anything happens in line of sight or any of any of your soldiers, you can react. Exactly that. It's very can either shot or or yeah, dodge I can look, or I can, hide. You know, it's many many options. Let's be honest, if someone is shooting at me, I'm not going to be standing there looking at them and waiting to get the bullet in the head. Well, I will either shit my pants and try to run away, <laughs> hide somewhere, <laughs> or I will shoot back. And yeah, I will not be as good at shooting back because I'm being fired on, but I still have that chance. So this is kind of the ARO mechanic, which I think is really unique. I've never seen anything similar in any it other system. It is very unique, but the I think the easiest way to explain it to someone who never 
experience this yep. this kind of uh, mechanics is imagine it's it's happening at the same time it's just a matter of seconds when someone someone's shouting at you so it's it's a matter of second that you yeah, need it, to make a decision game, yeah so it's not even a decision it's just how you're reacting yeah you either dodging or ducking or, or shooting back or yeah so like in game very, terms very logical if you think about it a good example is for example um, a good example is my soldier is waiting on the roof just standing over there looking in front of him there are two buildings in a corridor if someone runs through the corridor my guy is not just going to stand there. If he sees movement, he will try to shoot. It's going to be a shit shooting, but he will still try to do it. And in, in Infinity, you, da- you do that. For every action you take in your turn, the opponent has a chance to react. That's why you both people always play. Exactly that. There is no way that you just, oh yeah, nothing happens. I just wait there. Yeah. It makes you to actually watch the, the, the battlefield. Yes. And it gives you this, this, this tension. And you're yeah. just waiting. What? What are you gonna do? Uh, come on, you bastard! Yeah, and do? very <laughs> often uh, you have to go to the table level. So exactly uh, laser pointer definitely highly recommended. Highly yeah. recommended. <laughs> really saves your life so many times, and it's really useful. Oh, I can see. I can see the the end of your gun. I can see your left finger. Yeah, and I like that the fact is like the rules are very precise on when you see someone or not. Yeah. So um, if you buy the starter set, you have like a set of templates of for different sizes of units. So you have like you know smaller, Silhouette, larger. Yeah. And these silhouettes have kind of like a small boxes and the game tells you, yeah, if you see this many X or if you see box this millimeters by this many millimeters, it means you can see it. And it really doesn't matter if your model is dynamic or not. Uh, it, it doesn't suffer from the same problem like 40K does uh, because I have a demon with big wings. Oh, you see my wings, you can shoot me. Well, like... See, the problem with, with Warhammer stuff is, is completely different because that they're making them bigger and bigger and bigger yes. and bigger. So at, at this point where we are now, it's it's very hard to obviously actually have a yeah. decent game of you know you got your 30k dudes i got my primary stuff oh yeah it's, it's already even, like with, it's yeah not, it's not nice and in, 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 in infinity it's 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 all the same scale unless yes. it's a robot or or, or a panda but it, or, but it still does fit within there like if i have someone who's a heavy guy in a really heavy armor uh, it's not going to be size of a building like it's it's going to be like a bodybuilder in a in an really armor. big armor like like yeah more like exoskeleton exoskeleton or astronaut suit or yeah so yeah the, of... and i like that the scale is quite realistic like they you don't have weird people with overly long legs or weird arms like it all it's very looks symmetric nice. it's very yeah. symmetric so it, it looks really good they have the armor sometimes or in capes or helmets it all feels right yeah and also what i really like is that's one of the games that has both male and female models. There is oh, surprising amount of female models. It's amazing. And while some of them might be like, you know, pin-up style, uh, but these are usually the collectible ones, your normal line soldiers in Panok are now, I think, about 50% are female. Um, you have like normal female soldiers with beret. In O12, in the starter set, from the three line troopers to our women. To be honest with you, I remember I had one female in military order. Oh, yeah. Out of uh, them three Basics. sergeants. Yeah. Uh, now there's at least one in a what's it called? The basic unit for punishment. line troop, line troop, yeah, whatever yeah. they are called, fusiliers, fusiliers, yeah. yeah. So and she, mate, she's one of my fer- favorite models. The models are amazing. The model is amazing. Yeah, they are not like she's overly amazing. made to be sexy or anything. Like not, if it's a women soldier, she that's a soldier. Like they don't yeah. really try to do it. Yeah, and they do it really well. The models, like we said earlier, are just amazing. But yeah, but yeah, so. So far, let's quickly recap what we've said. Well, setting, 
Sci-fi future. Sci-fi, cyberpunk, very, cool. very much a, a lot of like low black, low kind of you know hidden and black op uh, type of stuff. A lot of really cool things um, going on over there. Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's very much cyberpunk. It is sci-fi, cyberpunk, corporations, countries fighting, different spec ops, you know, all that stuff. Hidden agendas full of this stuff. So very, very cool. the big threat of um, combined army lurking over the whole planet. And we actually go between planets as well, but yeah. Rules. Basic ones for the starters... Pretty cool, pretty easy, but yeah. when you dive deep into the whole uh, vast of, you know... Yeah, um, one of the things is I've actually got the maybe. rule book, and the rule book tells you that when you start the game, you should learn the basics of fighting and, and learn your army, and they tell you openly, don't use hacking yet, and, and kind of avoid all of that. So you can kind of play, let's say, 30% of the game when you start the box set, and it teaches you the basics. Then you can play, like... 70-80% of the game when you're going to start learning all the special rules for your army and believe me there is plenty of them the good thing is all of the rules are free um, they've made official uh, Infinity the Game Wiki which gives you all the explanations all the FAQs all the pictures and expl- it's yeah anything you need to understand is there now the question is will you be able to memorize it if you play often I'm sure that's not a problem for us when we are not really able to play that much or that often it's kind I of still, relearning every time. I still recommend Battlescribe. Uh, in my opinion, it's still much better than, than Corvus Belly Up. I'm not saying yeah. it's bad. I'm not saying there's something's wrong. Everything's fine. For me, it's just... I don't know. You are used to Battlescribe as well. Maybe because of that, but it gives me... I don't know. It's just my opinion. But anyway, there, there is a there is a, obviously all the, all the data for Battlescribe as well. So if you fancy that, yep, um, go ahead and use it. If, you, if you're not, just, just go to App Store and download the Corvus Belly. Infinity uh, Army. Infinity Army yep. Builder. Or just go to Infinity the Game website. And, and it's pretty cool. It gives you all the options. Everything's for free. There's no extra charge. Rulebook is for free. So we are talking about a game where... Realistically, if I really want to start the game on a budget, um, all the PDFs of rules are free. Yes. The army building up is free, and I need to spend about 35 quid to buy the six models I need to start quid the for game. The starter. 30, yeah, 30 to 35, depending on which one, and you're ready to go. That's it. If you want to buy the starter set with terrain and everything else, um, I think roughly they are now for about 80 quid or 90 quid. Yeah, but you also got an option to obviously if you decide to buy a starter pack only for your faction and you got someone to play with and you're missing out on a on a on a on a terrain there's a lot of packages that provides with just the terrain oh yeah you can buy terrain so itself and i think now it's terrain. about 20 quid I, I think, think it's, it's twenty. I think it's twenty quid because that's the new thicker one. The old, the old ones. I think old, it's about twelve pounds. The old one you can buy for a tenner. The tenor, old thinner so. for a ten quid. So yeah, even if you buy your own set for a tenner. But if you if you're not if you can't decide if whether you like the game or not, and you're looking for cheap terrain, that's a perfect solution. Yeah. For so you. basically, for forty quid, you are up and running. Exactly. That. You have your own table of terrain. You've got your mat. You've got all the terrain you need. You have all the rules which are free which online. Which is still decent. Oh, yeah. And it's portable, completely yeah. portable. It's it's as simple as just scroll <coughs> it up and yep. put it back in a box and you're good to go. And, and, and setting everything up, it takes less than five minutes. So yep, setup is really quick. It's absolutely um, brilliant. Oh, yeah. One thing we forgot to say, bloody hell, and it's really important, is that the game is based on D20s. Mm-hmm. No more D6s. Everything is in a D20 and most in most cases you need to roll below um, your... 
um, you need ability is... skill. So if my shooting is 11, I need to roll 11 or less. If I roll specifically the same number, then I basically get a critical hit. Effects are different. We're not going to go into rules because, oh my God, that would be another series of videos. And I, I don't feel... That's I know the rules. Other. I don't think I even I know rules well enough to teach you anything apart from the basic of yeah you move six inches and then you move yeah, four we could inches. Yeah, we get that. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Uh, one more thing that you only need maybe three dice. Yeah, actually, yeah, you, you don't need you buckets can. of them at the exactly moment. I think that, the most is... I ever rolled was four from my heavy machine gun. Yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, you don't need. I don't know uh, my uh, my berserker's charging queue, so I got fifty dice. Enjoy. Come on, I've got cultists with autoguns. I'm, I'm rolling 70 dice Yes. Um, for one salvo. If you are playing yeah. orcs... Hitting on six. If you are playing orcs and you enjoy buckets of dice, then don't play infinity, because over there you roll one. Yeah, close you... combat, just to let you know, close combat is always a single die. A single die is for close combat people. So, yeah, so, you know, that but thing happens it does as well. But it does the damage. It does oh, yeah, damage. I mean, it, that's the rule. Very, very cool system, but like we said, we're not going to dive into that. Yeah, I mean, rule-wise, yeah. Um, what we really want to do is hopefully spark your interest in a bit chaotic way, which is like usual for our banter yeah. episodes. Because if you haven't guessed yet, this is another banter episode, which kind of means we go in many weird ways around the topic and talk about it in chaotic, but hopefully enjoyable way. It's a, it's a very creative chaos. Yeah, creative chaos of our messed of up our minds. Our sick minds. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we mentioned the rules, which we said bloody hell complicated, but also really fun but also very demanding of you your memory and your understanding of different yeah, if interactions you, if you, when you decide which which way you want to go when you decide which army you want to play just learn the rules for your army and also and learn the rules of your main opponent yeah. army which is going to help you and make your life much much easier basically what i would say my best recommendation is if you're going to decide to split or even just get the starter set don't try to rush the rules like play 10 games of very basic rules before you go anywhere else. I would else. suggest to stick I think to that's the what, guide. That's what, yeah. See, we kind of skipped it and I still feel that this was one of our mistakes because like, we were playing three of us and we kind of swapped different games and I kind of read the rule the most and I kind of knew it but then yeah, if I messed of. something up... It's always up, kind of. Yeah, and yeah. if I messed something up then we didn't really go through and then... Because we played before, we tried to speed up the process, yeah. so we used some of the more advanced what tools. We want to, what we want, what, what, what we're trying to say, yeah. don't go any further without you know being comfortable with the basic rules. Yeah, make sure you know the basics yeah. by heart. Yeah. And then again, if you want to get a bit more board game experience, then start the set, basic rules, that's all you need. And I would say don't even go much more deep, uh, don't go any deeper than that. Uh, have a very basic understanding of your army rules because it can already get quite complicated. Stick to what the box says um, and what the basic they are missions very good. say. They yeah, well, yeah Corvus Belly is very good at you know guiding, guiding players and and literally holding by the hand. Yep. And explaining everything. Yeah. Uh, they they do have a I believe on YouTube. Okay, so while um, Corvus Belly doesn't have like too much of the official stuff, there is quite a lot of YouTube channels that give you a lot of information. Um, if you want to learn more about any fluff of the faction or learn more about how each faction plays, see some examples of play or just learn more about the game in general, I can definitely recommend you a YouTube channel called Vol SC. Uh, V-A-U-L 
SC and it's a really good one. I'm, I've myself learned a lot watching videos about my faction, which I really convinced to kind of my friends to split with me because I just love the models because I generally love aliens and they look really weird and cool. I'm never going to paint them well. That's one thing. But I was like, yeah, they, they look amazing. I want to play them. And then it turns out this is one of the hardest, most difficult and most complex rule wise factions in the game. And then my life became miserable. <laughs> and my life become happy. But that's why Michael now is very happy because I might be saying no, but I will possibly end up splitting the Eugene uh, Panog box with him because, you know, why would you not yes, want please. to have space Chinese Shaolin Kung Fu monks with hook swords? I mean, yeah. why would you not it's want that cool. in your life? I mean, you can't go wrong with that. No, you cannot. Um, um, yeah, so... I think that kind of coming going back to the obviously all setting and all fluff. Uh, what's Ward mentioning? It's probably not for this uh, episode, but there's lot more lot more to Infinity than just Infinity the game. Yes, there's, uh, RPG game. Uh, yeah, there is a whole Aristea, RPG system. There's Defiance. Arist. Yeah. So there's let's quickly give a look. A um, lot of stuff out RPG. There. We are talking proper pen and paper RPG set in a uh, um, Infinity universe. We never had the chance to play it, but again, the problem is... It's our... full of fluff. Yeah. It's, it's full of... You uh, know... I would love to play it, and I can see it working really well, uh, but the problem is that our group is not large enough, and exactly that. it's two of us. I mean, we can't really have a proper session with just two of us. Um, then we've got Aristea, which is actually really interesting thing, because Aristea is something that they refer to quite a lot in the fluff of the uh, Infinity the War game. And Aristea is basically like a futuristic sport in which they take very famous characters and pitch them in this kind of arena-like battle sort of thing. Yep. Never had the chance to play it, but heard a lot of good things about the game itself. And uh, it has some of the really cool models. You can have a look over that. Um, so definitely check it out if that's your cup of tea. And then we've got Infinity Defiance, which um, went on Kickstarter last month. Funded successfully a thing. really a lot. Uh, beautiful models again. and it's that's like a dungeon crawler that's a proper dungeon proper crawler dungeon crawler um if you are interested in playing shazvasti and you don't mind spending a lot of money to get a good hopefully good i i'm not gonna lie i really don't know much about the dungeon crawler or out of it but i can tell you the models are absolutely amazing and if you're gonna have that box set you have a complete army to play with shazvasti so we're talking infinity yeah if i wanted to honestly if i had like 150 quid laying around and I backed it I would have easily two or three hundred points of Shazvasti from mm. there because they are the main uh, uh, enemy in the board game and all of the models can be used in the actual game as well so realistically if you want to play Shazvasti you can either split the box buy just the starter or, or get, the get the board game and exactly. that's you can still you can still get it you so yeah it. so, it's yeah. plenty of options for you to start it um if you are looking for a challenging but a very rewarding game, then I would say, yeah, Infinity is one thing you should consider. Definitely. The other day, I'm not sure if I mentioned that to you. One of my friends from, from Poland asked me uh, for a recommendation for cheap, let's say, pretty cheap game. Uh, not the board game, but the skirmish game. Uh, so that was my recommendation, just go and grab Infinity. Um, I'm not sure if he has, but obviously, yeah. It's 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 one of the strongest 
titles, let's say, out there, I would say. Yeah, I, I um, would say so. I think one of the problems, um, and again, it will not be everywhere. I think one of the bigger problems is that it's not as popular as I would want it to be. Probably you're right, but if you, if you, if you, that's actually a good one. If if you guys considering that, I would I would do some research, uh, check out the community, local look, community yeah. around your place. Go to your uh, friendly local gaming store and ask, do they even stock it? Ask yeah. if they know about anyone. Even if, if they don't sell no one, it, if there is no one, start, start your own. It. Yeah. If you've got really into it, um, you can always apply to become a Infinity and Corvus Belly Warcore. And you become kind of like a representative of the game in the area. So, you know, um, kind of similar scenario to what happened to us in Omicron Protocol. Uh, you can yeah. do the same thing with um, Infinity. So, you know, there is a lot of options for you to go into it, try it out, see whether you like it or not and decide. If, Like I said, if you're looking to get into Wargaming... You don't want to spend too much, but you want to have something that's really fun to play, but at the same time isn't too simple. Yeah, Infinity is the one for you. But if you like patience and you can't memorize the rules, then it might not be the best choice. Agree, 100%. Agree, 100%. Or more. Uh, there's <laughs> something for everyone within the whole Infinity universe. So uh, whether you like crazy aliens uh, or you know earth defenders or or anything else uh, you will find it there and it's very cool and it's very fancy um, models are made of metal which high quality high quality detail high 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 quality and high detailed miniatures but um, they are painting the ass to glue and assemble oh well it's it's a metal so once you use the proper glue yeah um if you go. are a board gamer and you never had to assemble miniatures then i would say uh research and if someone says wash the miniatures first and then use this type of glue to do it Follow the instructions. Don't think you can skip it because, yeah, you're not going to wash miniatures. You will glue it, paint it, and suddenly an arm or, I don't know, head falls off and you just have a bloody fit of... <laughs> yeah, not, not the best situation. Pin your metal miniatures. That's my advice. Pin them. If you want to know more advice on how to sort out the miniatures, let us know and we're going to have a special episode from Michael giving you some tips and tricks on how to deal, it's assemble or paint. That's not a Because, you know, we'll remember, we've still got Mikey from Berserk's Painting Studio. So if you don't want to paint your own miniatures for Infinity, let us know and we'll sort you out with Mike and he can do that for you, you know. Um, he's done a really good job on my whole box of Mansions of Madness. He's done an amazing job on all of his uh, 40k stuff so you know if you want your army to look fancy and you have shaky hands then mm -hmm. let us know mm -hmm. contact mike uh, you can find him on instagram you can find him on facebook yeah I'll put some link down there yeah i'm gonna pop in the link cool. on our facebook page as well so remember now we are on facebook if you are not a fan there if you haven't uh, seen the page yet pop into our are we on facebook yeah we are on facebook we are on Facebook. Yeah. We've got our fan page. I don't know okay. how many people are there, okay. but we have official... I haven't, I haven't liked our fan page yet. <laughs> you are I'm an admin. Have to do that. I don't think you can... You are an admin there. I don't think you can like your own page. But yeah, okay, um, cool. so we, you can find us on Instagram, uh, The Dog Ate My Meeple. You can find us on Facebook if you look for The Dog Ate My Meeple fan page. Um, we are all there. We are there. You can contact us, chat with us. If there is anything else you would like us to do for the next episode, let us know. Um... 
that's already episode four of second season. So we are already quite fine and we will continue on our promise of giving you an episode every two weeks. So any ideas for the next episode? Uh, maybe review of the upcoming box that we are planning to buy for Infinity. If the, if the box is going to be out, you mm. might as well expect another episode. Well, yeah. If the box is not out yet, we, we might finally give you the promised, long promised and long overdue review of Star Saga. Because mm. that's that's been waiting there for quite uh, a long it's a, time. It's a, it's, a, it's a shelf of shame. Yeah. Uh, we have to finish the campaign, dude. Yeah. So... Expect something nice. We've got mm. quite a few games we've played. Um, there is a few more titles we want to play. So, you know, we're going to leave the next episode as a mystery. So, so you know, we, we get you to come back. On a completely different note, um, we hope you did hear a difference uh, because we are testing our new mic. So if you follow us on Instagram, you know we have some new equipment to record. So hopefully we sound even better than before. Very fancy microphone. I don't Very know anything stuff. about this stuff, but obviously... My partner in crime does, and it looks big, and it's heavy, and it's fancy, and it does the job very well. Hopefully we sound better than before, and then everything sounds fancy, and our handsome voices will make you come back for more. So, um, is that about it for this episode? I, I think, think, yeah, it's possibly yeah. we're already on an hour. Let's it's have a look. probably two hours. Yeah, we're already on an hour hey. mark in our recording, so possibly your episode will be about 45, 50 minutes usually like that very cool a lot of editing for me but yeah we'll manage so as usual thank you very much for listening guys we hope you'll come back for more thank you indeed that was omar stay safe hold me on play board games make love (laughs) okay Uh, so take care take care guys Uh, thanks a lot for listening let's uh, meet again in two weeks time with another episode of the dog ate my meeple podcast Remember, make sure to visit us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. We are always on Instagram and Facebook and we want to hear more from you. So, you know, we are waiting. We are always there. Happy gaming and take care.